Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Exodus 25, 26, And you shall serve the Lord your God. I want to hear you. Let's go together. One, two, three, go. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Go on. Nothing cast thy young, nor devour in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. For an assignment, the holy communion, God's channel of divine health. Thank you, Hitchu Jr. The Holy Communion, God's channel of divine help. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the joy together again in the first Sunday of this month. I beseech you once again to take a call of fire from the heavens, the altar of heavens, anoint my lips, my tongues of clear, and help me to speak expressly your word this beautiful day to these your sheep on site and online. Move every man, boy, girl, from where we are to the place you reserved for us called destiny. Let the sick be made whole. Let the uh, fearful be emboldened. Courage. Let those who desire your touch receive your tangible touch. They will vow to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. You may be still in God's wonderful presence. I want to share the same thought I shared in the first service. A channel is a vessel vehicle instrument that allows you to transport something through a channel. A channel so when we say the holy communion is god's channel one of the many channels he has to transmit divine healing it means if you learn the truth behind the table of covenant and you understand the import of it anytime you go before the lord in that simple act of breaking bread and drinking of his blood you have a guarantee that the virtues of divine healing and divine health will be transmitted. It's a channel. It's not it. It's a channel. Through it, life comes. Through it, scales come in heart. They're open. Now, you can despise it. You think it's biscuit, it's cracker, it's wafer, it's water, it's juice, it's ribena, whatever it is. But you see, it's not what you're eating. It's a mystery. And we have to understand the mysterious dimension of the communion table. A man with Wigglesworth, a great preacher of, of old, gone on to glory. He caught onto this simple but profound revelation I'm sharing with you this beautiful morning. And in his own testimonial, for the many years of his life, almost every day of his life, he partook of the table of covenant with understanding and by such it was one of the reasons for his amazing unusual strength throughout his days on the earth this mystery that can be just despised oh you know sometimes what you do regularly you can get used to and get familiar with we must never get familiar with this ordinance 
it carries a lot of power and virtue and i'm trusting god that when you understand this you will go back home as families as father mother parents children and begin to partake of it with a renewed understanding you will see the drastic change in the life of your children and in your own life praise god praise god so on this table there are many blessings but today i want to emphasize and focus on divine healing and divine health i was in a hospital i think it was on friday to see one of our members uh on friday and i realized i've not been to the hospital for, for quite a while and just as i as i walk through the, the various wards going to where i was going to um what i saw wasn't looking good number one the hospital was crowded syringe syringe was crowded and um you begin to imagine does this hospital have enough service both in manpower medical personnel and then in, in medicine to serve these people here but not just that the sight of people i saw weren't looking good at all and and it, it it brought a renewed sense of thanksgiving and gratitude but i'm here not there you see it's not that i wasn't grateful before that but just seeing what people are going through <laughs> and sometimes god forbid we tend to value certain things we've lost but you see we don't have to wait to lose friends to value friends you don't have to lose your parent to value oh i miss my dad when he was alive what did you do to your dad how many times did you visit him what do you send to him how many times do you send him a text i love you you know so we don't have to wait to lose something valuable lose the job lose the opportunity to serve in a ministry like this because of carelessness or lack of faithfulness and commitment see finish nobody to be a worker i don't want to do then when you lose it you suddenly realize you're exposed the air is, there's something open over you you don't have the kind of covering you should and should have what am i saying we need to learn to be grateful for life for health for well-being this thing called the gift of life and called well-being it, it can't be traded for anything else money can buy health you may have wealth and not have health but if you have health and no money you're wealthy the wealthiest people in the world are those who are well roger can harm as i look around this church family all i can say is god has been good to us honestly honestly you've been through the fire the fire didn't burn you you came to the river it didn't drown you you came to the waters it didn't take you off why god was with you you were in a, a furnace he said seven times but it even smell like you came from there there are things some of us have been through we don't look it it's a mercy of the lord it's the goodness of the lord it's the insulation around you that is a buffer that says thus far you can't touch job you can try here try there but thus far you can't touch saints there is a wall of fire around about you as god's own covenant child god has got you covered by the blood of the lamb mm. no matter what you're going through listen what you're going through oftentimes is indicative of the strength god has put within you 
when engineers build things like bridges, before anybody can use the bridge, they have to go through what is called an integrity test. Trucks will pass through it. Uh, things will pass down. The, the, literally, the worst of conditions will go through it so that when pressures of life come, it can handle it. Somebody, under the sound of my voice, by the Spirit, you've been allowed to go through an integrity test because something is coming, you're going to handle. Oh, come on, say amen. amen. What am I saying? The pressure you've been feeling is about to be turned to pressure. Turn to power. May God turn your pressure to power. May he turn your test to testimonies. May he turn your trials to triumph. That's why the word we have from the Lord in this season, we are triumphant by the blood. By the blood. By the blood. Heaven's last card. Heaven's last card. What is him to work in other times? This time around is working. It's working. You are coming out. Out of that ceiling. Out of that limitation. Out of that line they crossed in your family. That we don't cross this line in our generation. No. A line crosser is about to emerge. A giant killer is about to emerge. A ceiling tearing, roof tearing person is about to emerge. Shout hallelujah. Saints, I pray that the Lord will give us understanding about this mystery and this miracle called the communion table. It is a Lord's express desire from Genesis in Eden to Revelation for you and I to walk in health. In Genesis, God came out and Eden for them, Adam and Eve. They were living in health and strength and all of that. In Revelation, we're told there was a tree of life bearing 12 fruits every month. Guess what? It says the leaves were for the healing of the nation. Even in Revelation, it said the leaves were for the healing of the nation. So God is saying, I want you well. Third John 2, I, I desire above all that you be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. Is your father's desire that you are well, your sound, you're energized and one of the instruments of communicating divine healing, divine health is the communion table. I, I know I'm sounding like a broken record but it's intentional. So next time you pick up the communion table, hey, he said, he said to me by the spirit, this is one of God's channels to transmit what? Divine healing, divine health. Now, 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 now. I want you to imagine what, what happens when the doctor gave you the last injection. The needle punctured your skin. Then the liquid was pressed into your body. Uh, uh, so imagine the next time you take the communion meal, communion table or element, the miracle meal, that you are taking in medicine. Medicine without side effects. Guaranteed to heal and make well and make whole. It's an injection coming into you to bring about healing and well-being. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53 verse 4 to 5. We see that the same coin that God used to pay for sin. He paid for our healing and our well-being. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace, or the chastisement needful for our peace. 
to gain our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. That means the price for our salvation was paid, right? The price for our wholeness, well-being, mentally was paid. But the price for our physical well-being was paid. How? The same coin paid for it. So if he paid for you to be born again, he also paid for you to be well. Said so in the first service, there are three curses of the fall. When Adam fell, three things came to man. One, the curse of death, spiritual death. Man died in the day that you would eat of the tree of good and not only good and evil, you would die. He died. But not just that, he was visited with poverty, both physical and spiritual poverty. But thirdly, he was also visited by sickness. There was no sickness in the Garden of Eden until man fell. So sickness was as a result of the fall of man. But you see, Jesus came to redeem man from these three things. And you have been redeemed from spiritual death. It's your right. You've been redeemed from poverty. It's your right. You've been redeemed from sickness. It's your right. So what am I saying? We are not the sick trying to get well as we sometimes think when we're going through a health challenge. It happens. Yeah. But really, our mindset should be I am the well and the devil is trying to steal my God-given health. See, with that mindset, you're able to take a stance and a posture of resistance. That this belongs to me. I'm not grappling to be healed. I'm not trying to be well. No, by the virtue of redemption, I'm already well and whole. But the enemy is trying to steal what belongs to me. So you can stand your ground and declare of a truth as Apostle Peter said, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. All through the scripture, you see God's expression of desire for his people to walk in health and well-being. 1 John 3, 8 says, for this purpose, for this reason, was Jesus manifested for the destruction of the works of of the devil for this purpose for this reason he's manifested or he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil and one of the works of the enemy is sickness beloved after salvation i think one of the next greatest blessings we have on this side of eternity is the blessing of good health you don't learn well if you're sick you don't work well in your office that's why you have a sick leave we are re recuperate and come out to work properly. You don't do much well in life. You're ill. You're more effective well. And the Bible is telling us and showing us over and over that Jesus in his love for us has paid for what has made available to us, which includes divine healing and divine health. And the communion table is one channel to receive it. Hallelujah. The Bible declares... In Exodus 12, 14, talking about this ordinance, the ordinance which we um, commemorate in the table of covenant was set in the Old Testament as the Passover meal. Exodus 12, 14, And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generation. Right? 
you shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Look at verse 24 and 25. And you shall observe this thing for an ordinance to thee and to thy sons forever. And it shall come to pass when you come to the land which the Lord will give you, according as he has promised, that you shall keep this service. You see, it is an ordinance. But we shouldn't just take it as an ordinance, as a rite or ritual. No. It's a mystery and a miracle that affords us opportunities to have a release of healing properties of Jesus into our lives. Please, please, let your faith rise. Because as long as all you think is snack, biscuit, coke, fanta, water, juice, crackers, wafers, that's all you're going to get. But when you see that it's a meal made available to you, a miracle meal. By the way, what you eat determines the quality of life you will live. How well you be, largely, is tied to what you eat. What you eat is what you become. Praise God. Many a times, uh, what you've, you've, you've eaten by way of diet at a younger age, you, have, you reap at an older age. So if you're downing 10 bottles of Coke right now, you still feel you're jump up, jumpy and jumpy at 21, that's fine. Keep on downing the Coke. But by 30, 40, 50, 60, there'll be a result. Right now, it's fine. But you're so you reap. So what you eat is what you become. It is so in the natural, it is so in the spiritual. The quality of your spiritual diet determines your spiritual well-being. Hello, somebody. When you're fed fat in a house like this, you grow fat. Things are working around you. Health is working. Money is working. Finance is working. Business is working. Why? You're being fed with the right diet. But there is a meal we have called the bread and the wine. Psalm 103, I think verse 5 or 6 says, the Lord will satisfy your mouth with good things. So he will satisfy your mouth with good things so that, so that, huh, your youth is renewed like the eagles. Yeah? So you're, oh boy, your mouth is satisfied with good things. Your youth is renewed. Now, two levels. Number one, it's the word of God. Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from God's mouth. So, one level of feeding is the word. It is true. It is true. But the next level of feeding also is in the natural things you eat. In this case, we're speaking of a miracle meal called the table of covenant. That you eat and you drink and you're energized. In the teachings of Jesus in John 6, he began to compare and contrast the effect, the import of manna. Manna, 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 what is it? That was made available to the Old Testament saints with his, his own flesh, his own blood. I mean, he was, he was dealing with a mystery. I mean, can you imagine you're in the middle of a teaching and I said to you, hey guys, you know, this thing called manna, our friends ate last year. It was powerful. It kept them alive and strong for 40 years, you know. And, um, and they were growing. Their clothes were growing with them. They were not sick. They came out without sickness. No one was feeble. But you know what? I, there's something better than manna. Yeah, I, I am the guy. You eat my flesh and drink my blood. Your pastor, you will take it wrong. Ah, man of God. I should eat your flesh and drink your blood. But that was what it was to them. And they cringed at this, this teaching. But the point he was making is, I'm not saying eat my literal flesh and drink my blood. 
he spoke about the covenant meal. And I'll show you the Bible. Look at this. John 6, 55 to 56. It says, For my flesh is meat indeed. Hear this now. Imagine your pastor, my flesh is meat indeed. Ha, how wrong. And my blood is drink indeed. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me and I dwell in him. Now look at Mark 14. Mark 14. Mark 14, 22 to 24. He was still teaching. Same Jesus. He says, and as they did eat, as they did eat, Jesus took bread. You see that now? Bread, not his flesh. Bread, bread, bread. As they were eating a meal. And blessed and break it and gave it to them and said take it this is what bread no so he called the bread my body <laughs> this is my bread or my body so what he was referring to in john about his flesh is his body which is his bread right take it this is my body and he took the cup when he had given thanks he gave it to them and they all drank of it and he said unto them this is my blood what was a cup with wine in it my blood of the new testament which is shed for many so obviously what he referred to as his flesh and his blood was the miracle and the mystery of the table of covenant when it is blessed and is eaten in faith it becomes the body of christ yeah 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 it becomes the blood of Christ and it has that effect in you hello somebody hello somebody praise God now we want to look at some of the properties nutritional properties of this meal this super meal of the bread and the wine the body and the blood let's look at the bread what are the nutritional values there we saw a picture painted to us and this is only a picture in second kings 4 38 to 41 let's read that together have more time in this service second kings 4 38 to 41 let's read it together so you can understand the picture i want to paint so next time you partake of the table let this picture run through your mind Second Kings 438, 41. A bit lengthy, but well worth our read. And Elisha came again to Gilgal, and there was a dearth in the land, and the sons of the prophets were sitting before him, and he said unto his servant, Set on the great pot and sieve pottage for the sons of the prophet. I was create cook a food, cook meal for the, the sons of the prophet. And one went out into the field to gather herbs, leaves, hear this, and found a wild vine. And gathered thereof wild gods, his lap full, and came and shred them into the pot of pottage, for they knew them not. In other words, I was gathering vegetables, which is edible, but along the way, I gathered something that is poisonous, right? And I cooked the meal. I'm about to serve my fellow prophets. Hear this. So they poured out for the men to eat. And it came to pass, hear this, as they were eating of the pottage, that they cried out and said, O thou man of God, there is death, it's like poison in the pot. There's poison there. All right. 
and they could not eat thereof. But he, the man of God said, then bring meal. Meal. We don't know what that is, but bring meal. Yeah. And he cast it into the pot and he said, now I've put meal in the pot. Guess what? The poison has been neutralized. Oh boy. Now that meal is become fit for human consumption. Why? Meal came into poison and neutralized it. Beloved, beloved, your belly is a kind of a pot. Food goes in there. It goes through the process of digestion and all of that stuff. Can you see a picture that as you take the communion, the bread, it comes into you as a meal that goes into your system both physiologically, oh boy, both biologically and is in search for any disease causing germ, virus, bacteria to attack it. Oh boy. I mean, let your imagine a while that you eat this thing called Miracle Meal, it goes into you, don't just think bread and, and, and wine, but see something spiritual that goes into your system and is in search for any occasion for disease, for infirmity, for weakness to neutralize it. It's a picture of the communion table. Another picture I want to paint in your mind, very important. Came upon a time Moses appeared before Pharaoh, wrought a few miracles, but one was he threw his rod down, he became a servant. And then, ah, Pharaoh said, ah, Moses, Moses, I have some boys, some sorcerers and some wizards and magicians, they can do this, this is not a big deal. You want to pardon me with this, I think? Let me call them. Hey, come, 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 come. Oh, yeah, show these guys, say, Usabi. So they also threw down their own rods. But you see, the only thing is rod past rod. Eh? The bigger rod ate up the smaller rod. It disappeared. Ate them. You know, Jesus is called the rod, the word of God. So I've sent a rod out of Zion. Yeah. So imagine as you eat the meal, it's a meal. It goes into you again. Mental picture? Eh? It goes in search for rods that are causing pain, discomfort, and begins to devour them, to eat them up. And when all is said and done, there's nothing there but the word of God. Hello, somebody? You see, when you build your faith on these pictures, when you eat the communion table and the miracle meal, there's faith built. That I'm not just drinking ripen and juice. No. I'm taking a mystery and a miracle and it's going into me, it's going to do wonders in my body. So we just go said he ate of this literally every day and he walked in amazing strength and vigor and vital. Much more anybody in this day and age who captured the revelation of the mystery and the miracle of this meal walk in certain levels and much more of strength. What is in the blood? Spiritual properties of the meal flesh of the bread and the blood Leviticus 17 11 says very important scripture in this season of considering the blood of Jesus for the life of the flesh is in the blood the life of the flesh the life of any animal is in the blood of the animal all right and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls 
For it is the blood that makes an atonement for the soul. The point is, the life is contained where? In the blood. The life of the chicken is where? In the blood of the chicken. The blood of the goat is where? The blood of the goat. The blood of a lion is where? In the blood of the lion. The life of a human being is where? In the blood. So, where will the life of Christ be? In his blood. So, the shedding of the blood of Jesus for the entire mankind and human race, my God, was the making available of his blood for the entire human race. Is that powerful? Is that powerful? That's why the enemy cannot stand the blood of Jesus Christ. Because that's the life of Christ made available. And when believers have that revelation, we also gain victory over his works. According to Revelation 12, 11, they overcame by the blood, by the word of their testimony, having not loved their life to death. The blood, the blood, the blood. So as we drink of that juice, when it's been prayed over, it becomes literally the blood of Jesus, carrying the life that comes into you. So except you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you don't have eternal life in you. Our blood contains life. In the old covenant, they shed the blood of a one-year-old lamb, unspotted, un unblemished, through a, a Passover meal, put the blood on the doorpost lintel, and the Lord said, I'm coming. There is a night called Passover. <laughs> when I come, I'm looking for one thing. I'm not looking, oh, shakata bolaka. I'm not looking for what tribe you come from. I'm not looking for how many hours you've prayed and fasted. I'm not looking for how much you evangelize. All I'm looking for is, is there the blood mark on your house? In other, in other words, I am looking out to see what the lamb did for you. Oh boy. So, our safety in the day and age we live in, it's not so much of what we can do for ourselves as much as what we believe. Listen carefully, please. What Jesus has done for us. The testimony of the blood is not a testimony of how powerful you are. The word of our testimony is not <laughs> your breakthroughs. No. It is the knowledge of the efficacy of what the blood has done no will do and you saying it that's a testimony you're not testifying that you're powerful you're rich no 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 you're testifying the blood was shed number one my forgiveness number two my redemption number three my healing number four my justification number five my redemption on and on and on that's a testimony of what the blood did so we must know what he did and declare it. So, when I come, I want to see the blood. The blood, the blood. In the old covenant, it was a physical blood. But in this time, it's spiritual. It's your faith that appends the blood. You plead the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you understand the legal aspect of the phrase, I plead the blood. 
then it's not something you say religiously. You know that you're in a court of justice. Your father God is the judge. Satan is your adversary. But thanks be unto God, Jesus is our advocate. Hallelujah. So what happens here on the earth? You say, I plead the blood. The high priest in heaven says, my father, my God, my blood is speaking. So your faith causes the voice of the blood of Jesus Christ to be amplified on your behalf. It's an amplification system. I plead the blood. I don't come on my merit. I don't qualify. I may not ever qualify to be married. Qualify to have a car, to have a house, to be healed. And I don't need, I don't need to. He qualified for me. He made me qualify. He accepted me in the beloved. My God. The blood. Can somebody claim, I plead the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 5, 7. That blood with this light you're getting in this season i'm telling you you're coming out long standing vice-like grip of sickness disease delays seeming denials and the power that is in the blood is bringing you out please expect freedom in this season open your heart to the teachings as they come line upon line with greater light you will be experiencing greater truth it will come to a point in time you will look around and realize my god the blood has completely liberated me it is heaven's atomic bomb that satan has no answer or response to the blood of jesus first corinthians 5 7 Purge out therefore the old leaven. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Can somebody say thank you for the blood of Jesus? Oh come on, are you grateful? Let, let, let's just lift our voice for one minute. Thank you Lord. Can we just thank the Lord for the blood of Jesus? It ransomed me from the grave, from sickness, from fears and tears. All kinds of panic attacks, from depression, from worry, anxiety, from poverty and lack. You know, just, just thank the Lord for the blood. My God, I plead the blood of Jesus. Can we just do that? I plead the blood for one minute. Oh, Kamana, Zegedo, Brugada. Oh, Lord, we thank you for the blood. The efficacy, the effective blood of Jesus. I Kotobarakatakabeligedege. Oh, Magono, Megano, Magano. We thank you for that precious blood in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. First Corinthians 5 7 says, Purge out therefore the old leaven. Thank you for the blood. That you may be a new lump as you are on leaven. Hear this now. It says, For even Christ, our Passover, that's in what again? We saw in Exodus 12, Passover. This time around, in the new covenant, it is Christ that is our Passover. His sacrifice for us. Wow. So what happened in the old, in Exodus 12, was a foreshadow of Christ. That he will be our Passover lamb. Where his blood will be shed for us. And then the father will see his blood. 
and will pass over us. Hallelujah. What is the nutritional value of the blood? Is our covenant stronghold. Zechariah 9, 11 to 12. Please write down. Go back, look at these scriptures. Build your faith. And I trust the Lord that uh, in this house, our faith will be so built over the communion table that we, we value and we esteem it, we reverence it as we partake and we know these values are coming into us. Zechariah 9, 11 to 12. As for thee also, by the blood of thy covenant, I have sent forth thy prisoners, my God, out of the pit wherein is no water. Hear this. Turn you to the stronghold. That's the covenant now. You prisoners of hope, even today do I declare that I will render double unto thee. So, as for thee, by the blood of thy covenant, we've been released from every prison yard of life. By the blood covenant. I said we should turn to that. Don't turn to what is not working. Turn to that. That is finished. He finished it. Finished work. Turn to that. Fully redeemed. Fully bought. Fully paid for. Fact, paid for with extra self. Uh, you know what they call Jared? You just give extra. Let me pay, pay you off. So we're fully paid for. So we're not owing the enemy anything. We've been bought from the open market of sin. So therefore, we're free from any antics and tricks that is found in the open market of sin. Hallelujah. Let me give you a final picture and then we'll begin to pray. Um, let's look at quickly Job 33, 21, 25. Please pay attention. Yes, 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 yes. His flesh is consumed away that it cannot be seen. And his bones that were not seen stick out. It's a very serious matter here. This guy is machetated, lost weight, bones sticking out. So there's a critical condition right here going on here. But hear this. There's a way out. Yea, his soul dropped near unto the grave. And his life to what? To the destroyers. This is a bad picture. This is a worst case scenario. But there's a way out. If there be a messenger with him. So, number one solution is a messenger. Somebody who will speak and give a message. And by God's grace, God has sent to you today a messenger. Say amen. I'm not the message. I came with the message to you as a messenger. Hear this. An interpreter, one among a thousand, who can interpret the things God has done. Yeah, hear this. To show unto man his uprightness or his right standing before God. Hear this. Then he is gracious unto him. So when you, number one, capture your right standing, if you're born again, if you're born again, before the Lord, his grace is revealed in that regard. Hear this. And saith, deliver him from going down to the pit. Oh boy, come on, come on, come on. So the woman is about to die, there's deliverance. When a messenger comes with a message and delivers a message, what is it? Let me tell you what the message is. Let me go get them. It says, I have found a ransom. That's a message. Oh. His flesh ah, shall be fresher than a child's. 
Come on, Katika. Leprosy. Naaman, fresh like a child. Cancer, fresh like a child. Tuberculosis, fresh like a child. HIV, fresh like a child. Why there is a ransom? My God. Who's a ransom? The ransom is one who takes the place of another. Jesus said, I have come not to be served. I've come to serve and to offer myself as a ransom for all. Praise God. So the message is this, people of God. No matter how bad the situation is, there's one who has ransomed you from the grave. <laughs> if you can get that revelation, your flesh will become fresh like a child. That means there is renewal, there's restoration, there's revival, there is revolution. When we receive the message that a ransom, oh no, 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 forgive me. The ransom has come for us. Hallelujah to Jesus. So as you eat the meal today, have this mental picture in your mind. How do I eat the meal? Number one, eat in faith. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin, the Bible says. I know your faith has arisen right now. Number two, we're told in the first Corinthians 11, in Paul's teaching, that we're to examine ourselves when we come before the table of covenant. Examine yourself. Let the Holy Ghost search you. Are there any areas of unconfessing? Deal with it. Very simple. Lord, forgive me. First John 1 9. If you confess your sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive you all your sins and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. But you must repent, you must confess. Hallelujah. Number three, discern the body of Christ. Two levels. One, discern what the body did, broken for your well-being. But discern the larger body of Christ, unity. That we're all members of the same body. Discern the body. The same discern the body. Though we're individuals, there should be no schism, no division. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody ready for this miracle meal? Many benefits. Eyes of your understanding open at the table of covenant. Strength, vigor, vitality, health. All as we partake this meal. Shall we rise on our feet and once again thank the Lord? Can we thank the Lord for this mystery and this miracle? Can you lift your voice and thank the Lord? Lift your voice and thank Him. He hung high, spread wide. Can you thank Him? Jesus, thank you for the blood. Wow. Thank you for the blood. What price you paid for me. Thank you. Thank you. We eat in faith. Number one. Number two, we examine ourselves. Can you go before those? Lord, any area at all I've missed the mark. Set my heart. Set my heart. Then repent. But you're here not born again. Don't eat until you say yes to Jesus. Don't eat. Don't eat. Don't eat. I'll lead you to Christ in the next few minutes, but don't eat. It's not for the uncircumcised. No, for those who are in covenant. Born again, blood washed, blood bought. Thirdly, let's discern the body of Christ. We are in this together. Oh yes, 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 yes. Body broken, that ours be made whole. Oh boy. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Are you ready for this miracle and this mystery? Thank you, Lord. Health, strength, vigor, vitality, the opening of our understanding, scales removed from our eyes, veils removed from our heart, at the instance of the miracle meal. Let's pray. You're here, not born again, online, onside. I want to gladly, joyfully lead you to Christ. You're here, born again. You say, man of God, I want to deal with some things before I go to the table. I want to examine myself. Let's pray collectively. Shall we pray together in faith? Heavenly Father, I want to hear your voice. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart as I invite you, Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. Lamb of glory, forgive me all of my sins. With my heart, I believe unto righteousness. With my mouth, I confess unto salvation. I declare and declare, Jesus is both my Lord and my Savior. I am blood washed. I am blood bought, child of the living God. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the many benefits and blessings of the covenant meal. As I eat, as I drink, I do so in faith. I receive life, I receive light, I receive vigor, I receive vitality, I receive understanding, I receive wisdom, I receive strength. I will walk in longevity. I receive protection and defense. I receive preservation and provision. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life. And we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.